Hey folks, in this episode, I get to sit down with Mr. Jefferson Graham. This is part two of our discussion about iPhone 13. This is Twitter. Hey, welcome back to another episode of This Week in Photo. I'm your host, Frederick Van Johnson. I got my buddy Jefferson Graham on the line. The last time he and I spoke, we recorded a little bit about our excitement about the iPhone 13 Pro Max, which had just been released, I think that day or the day before, with all these cool features in there, like macro mode and cinematic mode and bigger lenses, bigger sensors and all that. Well, Jefferson didn't have one in his hand at that time. I still don't have mine, but now he does. And he's had a chance to take it out in the field, take it out on a few events, put it, put it through its paces. So now that the reality distortion field of Apple has worn off a little bit, let's find out what the real deal is with the iPhone 13 Pro Max. Jefferson Graham, welcome to the show, man. How's it going? Well, thanks for having me again. It's uh, great to see you uh, several weeks later, uh, three yes. weeks or something like that, right? Yep, yep, three weeks. You look like you're, you're getting younger, man. It's good, yeah. look at that. <laughs> So what's what's happening here with this iPhone? Are you when we first talked about it, you were bullish. You loved it. Yeah. Yeah. And I do love it. And uh, so the, the bottom line question, do I need to upgrade? Well, yeah, if you make video. Yeah. If you do a lot of macro photography. Sort of leave it at that. That's uh, it. Those, okay. two, those two things are the selling points. Uh, is it a way, way, way better camera for stills? No. Is it better? Yes. Uh, the the extra telephoto you get a 77 millimeter equivalent uh, on on the the pro model versus I think it was a 62 65. That's really not that much of a difference, but it still is pretty great to have. You're yeah. basically getting a DSLR, the walk around lens, 24 to 70, except in this mil in this case it's 12 to 77 millimeter. That's a great versatile thing to have in your pocket. Now, you know, and I'm excited. So part of these questions that I'm asking you are coming from the dude that's waiting on Apple to get off their butt and ship me my phone so I can play with it. You know, so and, and I, I think I'm in that target that you mentioned. You know, I have an iPhone 12 Pro Max and I love it. That's this guy right here. And I'm, quote, upgrading to the 13 Pro Max. And this one was... Um, it was a tough decision or not tough, but it was it wasn't a no brainer decision. I was like, well, do I really need this? Is it really going to be that good? And then a friend of mine, Troy Miller, we were at this event and he had just gotten his that day. And he was showing me some of the macro photos that he did just around the area where we were hanging out at. And I was sold. I ordered mine that evening. So it sounds like I'm in the target market. I want the photography chops of it. I want the video chops of it. But I also want to be able to experiment with seeing can you can I use the iPhone 13 Pro Max as a pro camera? Like, can I use it at, and do work that I'm proud to share and not have to apologize for the work being shot on the phone? Do you think we're are we there yet with the 13? Paying clients who are going to pay you some serious coin I don't think they'd appreciate you showing up with an iPhone. That's just the reality. Could you pull it off and could you get great shots? Yes, you could, as long as you were outside during the day. Yeah. Uh, oh, you know, okay. that, uh, I've now taken it to two weddings and I've had some fun with it. I could not shoot the wedding cake on Saturday. I could not get it in focus. 
in cinematic mode. Cinematic mode is video portrait mode where they, with computational photography, they blur the background, uh, looking really as nice as some of our, you know, 1.8 and 2.0 lenses, but I couldn't get it in focus in low light. Um, and that, now I've did two weddings. I did one last weekend and one the weekend before, just, just fooling around. I thought maybe I could shoot the tables and do the details. But, you know, when I switched to my Sony and my 24-7 millimeter lens, beautiful glass, $2,500 lens, it was sharper. It was better. It looked really cool. That said, Frederick, I did an entire episode of my photo walk series uh, in Savannah, Georgia on this thing. Mm -hmm. I shot every frame of it on this thing, mostly in daylight. My shots in town with the little American flags behind me and the old buildings and the, and the cobblestone bricks, out of focus, me in focus, looked absolutely awesome. Yeah, so that's where we are, right? So it's not a... Like we always say on this show, it's not an or, it could be an and. So for certain situations, that, that full-frame mirrorless camera is going to be the way to go. And for other situations, the iPhone is going to be perfectly adequate or maybe even superior in some ways to using a big camera, depending on the situation, right? So, yeah, you know, there, okay. There's some situations in low light. Now, in video mode, that's different from cinematic mode. Cinematic mode couldn't do the, the wedding cake, but video mode could. Video mm -hmm. mode puts everything in focus from one end to the other. And sometimes you're struggling in low light at a wedding uh, reception uh, at nine o'clock at night and your camera's not doing it, but you can pull this thing out and actually get a pretty nice shot, particularly on your 24 millimeter, not wide enough, but then you go to your 12 millimeter uh, on your iPhone, looks pretty good. And of course, you could also do panoramas really easily on there. Sometimes when I'm in an event, I will just take this thing out because I don't have a 12 millimeter lens in my in my bag. I've got the mm -hmm. 24, I have a 20 also, but uh, it's just easier to just yank this thing out and get a few shots. Yeah. So so where are we? Like where? Like you said, I mean, it makes perfect sense that, you know, if you if you show up at a, a corporate job with just an iPhone, they're going to be like, Who, who's this guy? Right. You know, yeah. So I get that. But then there's the rest of the world that's not doing corporate work, that's doing work where they're solo and they're shooting something and then processing and then presenting the final results to the world. So, you know, those people are don't need to be playing any sort of equipment theater to for acceptance. They can just shoot and then share. But I'm wondering, you know, looking at where Apple is, and I know you you have you're plugged into what Apple's doing and a lot of these tech companies, but what Apple is doing with adding Dolby Vision and Pro Raw and ProRes and those sorts of professional level technologies and codecs to a phone that many still consider to be an amateur or beginners device for for content creation where's apple going with this we're in 2021 as we record this what's the iteration of iphone going to look like on on version 15 do you think okay well first i have to do consumer alert because we talked about dolby vision last time i yep. told you it was a royal pain in the behind uh the footage is very 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 hard to deal with and uh i'll get to pro prores in a second Dolby Vision, when you stick it in your timeline, it looks totally 100% overexposed. And you're like, oh my God, what happened? Why does it look so terrible? You have to go into the effects browser, 
uh, in Final Cut. And you have to choose, There's a. it's called HDR tools. And then you stick it on top of the clip and you basically, you have a raw clip that you're now processing and you're adjusting the exposure. This is gonna be tough for a lot of people. Uh, there's also, a, <laughs> you're not gonna believe this, but there's a button you have to press to switch from HLG 709 SDR to HDR 709. And then your clip will come to life. Oh. This See, is gonna drive people crazy. Okay, so I want to I want to I want to talk about that a little bit. But what about Pro Raw, right? Pro Pro Res. Pro, Pro I'm sorry, oh, Pro Res. Yes. Pro Res. Okay. Well, there's Pro Raw and there's Pro Pro Video. Right. Pro so there's still still video, in video, basically. Pro yeah. Res for video. Pro Raw for stills. Yeah. Um, Pro Raw is 25 megabytes versus three megabytes of photo. That's going to eat up your storage fast. I didn't find it as advantageous as when I shoot raw on my Sony and I process it in Lightroom. I didn't really like the results. Other photographers have, have raved about it. I'm not one of them. So I'm just sticking with JPEG on the app on, on the iPhone. ProRes is higher resolution video for you to edit in Final Cut. And if you have 128 gigabyte storage on your iPhone, you can't use it because ProRes is so big. It only is operable if you get 256 and up. And of mm -hmm. course the iPhone Pro, the iPhone 13 Pro starts at 1199 with 128 gigabytes of storage. So you're gonna have to spend uh, probably upwards of 13 to $1,500 in order to use it. It hasn't come out yet, so I can't give you the skinny on whether it looks better or not. Yeah, would you be so again? Who's it for, though? I mean, is it? It sounds like a niche audience for people that have, that purchased a phone that's beefy enough to handle those file sizes and all that, and in terms of capacity. So, is it is it for the experimental pro, like the the JJ Abrams who wants to get this, this cool shot over here that may or not may not be used in anything, or it's, is it for the working everyday Joe, like a wedding photographer that's going to capture the first dance or something like that, and would they want to use it? Like, who is it for? So I'm at a wedding uh, on this weekend, and I say to the guy I'm working with, 4K or 1080P, and he goes, Why would you shoot a wedding in 4K? Who needs it? Mm -hmm. <laughs> 1080p man so uh i don't think the wedding photographers are going to be doing prores i think it's bragging rights for apple to show their superiority and what they can do and that they are state of the art when it comes to this thing but i don't think consumers will be using it. yeah yeah so as overall as a as a I don't know if you purchased that phone or if you got it as a demo, but as it's a review, it's a review, but I, okay. I, would, I would buy it in a second. Yeah. Oh, you would buy it. Okay. So as someone who has that phone in hand, what's the final word on it? A recommendation? Is it just like last year with the 11 to the 12 jump? If you already have an 11, it's an incremental jump to the 12, unless you want the camera features. Are we seeing that again? It depends from 12 on to 13? what you do. Yeah. And so what you do, I make videos. I do it all the time. I want cinematic mode. I'm going to New Mexico in two weeks. I'm going to be shooting a lot. I love the idea of shooting as much as I can on this. Uh, I'll, I'll also be shooting on my cameras, but I, you know, what? Oh, so uh, when I was running around Savannah, and I'm I, I'm jumping into stores, and I've got it. I've got a little. It's on a little stand. Nobody's kicking me out. 
You know, when I walk in the door with the iPhone rolling, nobody says, hey, what are you doing? Stop. Mm -hmm. But when I walk in with a big black camera, they stop me immediately. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I have a lot of advantages of shooting on this and I get better video on this than I did on the 12 Pro. 12 Pro, fantastic. It's wonderful. My rationale here is that um, you could, if you bought a 12 Pro, you can sell it back to Apple for four to $500. And so now you're looking at an expenditure of, okay, about 600 bucks for something that you're going to use for 10 hours a day, every day of your life for the next year. And I think it comes out to about uh, $2.50 a day. And if you are a working professional, if you make your living doing this, if photography is your love, then it is an easy purchase. Yeah. You know, I just want to, this is a whole separate interview, but I want to, I want to foreshadow that interview about the lifestyle shift of mobile photography and how things are moving in that direction. And not so much from a, yeah, the, these tools are amazing. We have supercomputers in our pockets that can shoot, edit and share and do our taxes and whatever else we want to do. We can do it on this this little device. But from a photography standpoint, I'm curious where you someone someone in your position sits on. Is this are we kind of firmly in the photography as an intrinsic addition to our lives. So it's lifestyle now. It's no longer, well, I got a phone that, yeah, yeah I got a, it can kind of take photos, but they're not real or whatever. To the things that I do daily, it's second nature to use my phone, whether it's to take a picture of a parking spot, to remember it, or a picture of my food, or my kid doing something crazy, or whatever. I'm always generating content, it seems like, on a daily basis. It feels like things are moving not so much in the into the world of you know what's the latest and greatest ProRes, Pro Raw, Dolby Vision, etc., but more into yeah, using your phone for for image and content creation is a foregone conclusion for everyone. It's just you know how how cool are you when you do it, and what can you create with it? Since everyone has superpowers now, where do you think this is going, Jeff? Where I think where? I think mo most of the digital images you're seeing now are are shot on the phone. I, everything you yeah. see online is, yeah. is on a phone. We could still do beautiful stuff with cameras. I can't wait to shoot the big skies of New Mexico uh, with my camera. I can't wait to put filters on my lenses. I can't wait to do lots of stuff because you know, as great as the pictures are from here. There, there are multiple exposures uh, selected by Apple doing the work behind the scenes that I, I really can't get that involved in. Of course, I can th throw them into Lightroom afterwards and and develop them my way. But, you know, uh, they've changed our lives. We are using them for so many, we're taking so many more pictures, Wh mm -hmm. whether again, that's a picture of our driver's license, whether that's a picture of our food, whether that's taking pictures of contracts, uh, but just all day long, we are using this. And, you know, the camera is the camera that's in your hand, right? Uh, uh, it's a cliche now, the best camera is the camera in your pocket, but it's on you. It, you're using it. It's there. It has lenses. I'm looking at them. There's three of them right there. It, that, just like my camera, which has a big lens and it's a bigger, beautiful lens. But, you know, that's what we're doing. And yeah. I think it's OK. And um, we'll be doing a lot more of it in the, in the next few years. I don't think that what Apple is doing to sell this thing this year is mass market with cinematic mode, uh, you know. But on the other side of the coin, they're sold out. Yeah, that you can't you, you can't get the iPhone if you wanted to get it now. It's going to take you at least six weeks. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. 
they, yeah, they, they know more true. than you or I about what they're doing, right? Yeah, yeah, it's they interesting. They only sell 200 million a year, 200 million of these. Yeah, things. it's a multi-trillion dollar company. Yeah, it's, it's interesting, the shift, because it's, you know, I look at, you know, you and I have both been in photography forever, right? So, and you remember the excitement of getting that new Nikon or Canon or Sony or whatever back in the day when we were shooting film or whatever. It's like, it was a ritual to get this new piece of kit that had buttons in the different places and it did, you know, back then it was, remember frames per second were, was the metric that everyone used on these cameras to, oh, this one shoots 2.5 frames per second now, you know. Um, but I look at this fast forward to, to, to these cameras, these camera phones and the ecosystem of apps around them and it kind of decouples the hardware from the OS in, in a lot of ways, because now I get excited. Like, here's an example. I'm currently excited about long exposure photography. So, and you can do it natively within the phone with, you know. Not well. Not well. Not well. But there's some really cool apps that let you do some ridiculously professional looking long exposure photography that go well beyond what the inbuilt stuff can do. Professional level apps. And I'm looking at these. I'm like, I get that same kind of tingle in the pit of my stomach looking at this like, oh, it's almost like a brand new camera that I just purchased because all the controls are there, but they're in different places and I have new features and all that. It's kind of the analog to back in the day when we got a new camera, but I can get a new one every day if I want to. <laughs> you know? So I don't know. As, That's, as, does that as get as you excited? As, as long as you're willing to subscribe. Is it, remember, I remember when all the apps were free. Now yep. it's $7.99 for a week. Yep. You know? Yeah, or 50 bucks a year or whatever. And if I hear it's less than the price of coffee one more time, I'm going to scream, right? I know. Uh, At least let me try it out first and see yeah. if I like it. Yep, yep. So last question, you mentioned um, but when we were kind of trading emails yesterday about the low light performance, you mentioned it again during this this episode, cinematic, cinematic, cinematic mode specifically in the low light performance there. The new iPhone and I think the 12 as well have a low light mode on them. I know it's for still photos, but how where do you fall in on your 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 um, opinion of the low light capabilities on the 13 when it, when it comes to still photography? Does that night mode stand up to the to the marketing hyperbole? It, 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 no, no, no. It's no difference. Um, you can get night mode occasionally to look good. It, again, it's automatic. Uh, uh, you can't ask for it to come in. It just sort of comes in when it wants to. And, uh, you know, I shot, I was in Hilton Head, South Carolina. There was a little jazz combo playing and I was trying to shoot them in a low, really low light restaurant and all the pictures look terrible. It just is, you know, they, they say it's better in low light now, it's not. Let me clarify something on cinematic mode that most people don't realize. So yeah. uh, switching gears to some cinematic mode, portrait mode for video blurs the background. Did you know you could only shoot it in 1080p? You can't shoot it in 4K. Yeah, uh, I did uh, know that. Yeah. OK. Yeah. Did you know that the three lenses on the iPhone? No, you could only use one of them in cinematic mode. Oh, interesting. I did not know. It makes sense because they're doing whatever. Because the cinematic mode, the cinematic mode on the iPhone is not real bokeh, right? It is like portrait mode where it's doing depth. It's using the LiDAR and finding out where depth right. is and where the where the subject is and blurring everything else. But it's doing that 
real time and you can do it in post, right? If I understand correctly. Okay, so can... that, that's the coolest thing. I also have to mention um, when you import the footage, okay? Mm -hmm. So you import the footage, you've shot it at what you think is F2 and it comes into your computer and it looks like F16. All the blurring that you had is not there. Mm -hmm. You say, well, well, what happened? And they said, oh, you have to, when I, I use AirDrop to import everything into the computer. Sure. Yeah. So when you use AirDrop, there's a, um, let, me, let me find it. There's an options button at the top of the screen and you're supposed to click on it and then click the button underneath that says all photos data. And if you do that, you'll get the result. Now, my other workaround is that, yes, you shoot the, 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 the images and you can then go in and change the f-stop. So natively, it says 2.8. You can up it to f2. You can take it down to f16, you know, all computational photography, but that's what you can do. And then once you do that, you save the file and you airdrop it. And the, that way you'll get the blur. Did you get all oh, what that? A great tip. I did. I did. Yeah. I got, I, you know what I got out of that? If it doesn't work, go rewatch this video and take, yeah. <laughs> and figure out what Jeff said. You know, with, so final words on this, Jeff, what, what do you, you know, I don't know. It, I know we're in technology, right? So it's hard to say final words because we're kind of on a, a conveyor belt, but last words about the 13 pro max. That's the model you have. Yeah. Um, but you know, good, bad, ugly, make the jump. You know, I know you said if you're a photographer, okay. or you do macro, well, what, what do if you think? You're, if you're a photographer and you do macro, and yeah, of course. If you do video, of course. If you take stills and, and your stills are fine on the 12 Pro, they'll be fine on this too. You don't need it, but if you have the 11, yes. If you have the 10, of course. If you have the eight, there's no question. You just get a better, better phone and a better camera, I don't know about a better phone, but if you get a bit, way better uh, device, a way mm -hmm. better machine. And if you don't feel like buying it, I mean, don't buy it. But it is the best phone, the best device that Apple's ever come out with. I yeah. have no, there's no question about that. It's a state of the art. Um, yeah, it's, it's, I'm, I'm looking forward to, to getting my hands on that thing. And, you know, I, I think about when we when we talk about pushing the limits on technology and the best of the best and ProRes, ProRaw, Dolby, yada, 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 all these cool things that we can do, cinematic mode, et cetera, I think, yeah, that's that's all great and fantastic and people can do some amazing stuff with that. But then I rewind and I think about the millions of dollars that were made on crappy video cameras. Like, remember Blair Witch Project? You know, just... It wasn't leaning into the quality, let's say. It was leaning out of the quality on purpose as a cinematic cinematic device. So last question, I guess, for me to you is, are we there? I mean, do you, do you feel like we're at a point where, you know what? The, the iPhone 11 was great for the stuff that you're going to be doing, buddy. You really don't, you really don't need the, the power of the 13 because you, there's so much airspace above you. You're never going to bump your head on the ceiling even with something like the 11 or the 12 or even previous, you know, what, what advice would you give to those filmmakers that are like, I well, need the 13 in order to, to see my vision come to life. What, what do you well, say? Of course you, you don't need it, but it's nice to have. Yeah, you could do yeah. better work. Um, you know, I, I did an entire half hour episode uh, on the iPhone and didn't look back. The only negative for me was I wish I had audio levels when I oh. plugged in my mics. 
I don't yeah. have audio levels. I don't have headphones. And I've got to work around it. I thought the audio level was a little low, and I had to tweak it uh, in Final Cut afterwards. So I would like to have that. Um, low light, super low light wasn't great. Decent low light was fine. And um, sky's the limit. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's there, you know? And the, right. the nice thing is there's an ecosystem out there of tools. There's so many tools and there's so many apps. And, you know, if you want to do it, you could do it. You can do it with a phone. Yeah. Or at least. Yeah. We'll leave it right there. All right. So we're going to we're going to chat again. There's so much to chat about. Thank you okay, for coming this is on. What I want to do next time. OK, you yeah. always ask all the questions. So on the next episode, I'm going to interview you about your life and your empire and your photography and all of it. What do you say? Because I know the listeners would love to hear. <laughs> Bring it on, man. I'm there. Okay. I'm there. Yes, okay. of course. Yeah. To be interviewed by the great Jefferson Grant. Come on. Yeah. yeah bring it up. Yeah. I'm okay. uh, I'm 100 percent in. You say the word. I will be on the mic. We'll do it. OK. Sounds good. Yeah. But we both have our mics on our desk, so it's not too hard. <laughs> no. Yeah. It's very easy. OK. Let me, yeah. May I do my plugs? Yeah. Do your plugs. Okay. Yeah. We're at the end. So the second season of Photo Walks is up and running on YouTube at YouTube.com slash Photo TV. I'd love you to subscribe to my newsletter. Last time a bunch of you did, and that was fantastic. JeffersonGram.substack.com. And I have a website, which is photowalkstv.com and JeffersonGram.net. How's that? Love it. Yeah. Or just Google Jefferson Graham. And I think you own the first 30 pages of search results or something. So. Uh, hopefully yeah no that's great well cool man as to you if we do do a search for you right yeah yeah there's a lot there's a lot there um you are always welcome on this week in photo so let me know when you want to come on again we'll do that i am always up for coming on your you know your channels you know just let me know say the word and i will be there um but we'll leave it right there for this episode folks uh i'm excited about that iphone i think Maybe the next one of the next ones that we do, Jeff, should be once I have mine in hand and I've had a chance to play with it and take it on a trip or two or something. I'll come back with my comments on how it all works. And if I'm still because I still have a little bit of that reality distortion field and, you know, envy, you know, camera envy, you know, <laughs> for the people that got the 13. So I'm in that mode right now. So maybe we'll chat again after I get okay. it and I'm outside of that mode. So now, have you right. put in your order? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's ordered. It's yeah. like I'm like two weeks out or something like that. So I've got the, that the coming. Great chip shortage, the ship shortage, right? Yeah, this is the longest I've waited for an iPhone. So, yeah. So, yeah, I ordered let's, that one and we, the, the iPad mini. And I'm still waiting on that as well. So let's remind all the listeners that if they're buying tech gifts for Christmas, buy them now. Order now. Because they're not going to be able to get them if they wait till Black Friday. This is not yeah. going to happen. Should be an interesting Black Friday. I mean, maybe more of a dark gray friday this year because <laughs> of the chip shortage i mean the cupboards are bare the shelves are bare you know in some places around here so yeah it's gonna be interesting we may have to handcraft some gifts this year maybe that'll be that'll be the That's play right. we'll just send out cards to everybody free yeah. portrait yeah. yeah coupons there you go gift cards that's the way forward gift cards for everybody all right jeff you have a good rest of your day thanks for coming on thanks for doing this i appreciate you sure anytime This is Twitter.